This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. All right, guys, it's about time everything went to plan with my squad. Here we are to update on the Thursday night game and also our two Friday night games. I couldn't wait with this one. Had to do it late at night here after those two games. And, and just wanted to get excited about the about the squad there with you know, Toe with 55, which is solid. Lucy with 65, had a really strong game. And, and Dane Laurie and also Adam Dewey there with 65 and 56. So really strong from those guys. Obviously up against the Dragon side that's a bit decimated at the moment. But you've got to take the, uh, you know, take the good and the bad there. Uh, each and every week. So, you know, while she picked him up, got 69, looks like he might be out for a bunch of weeks with uh, that elbow. He, was, he, he got a bit annoyed with, um, you know, the elbows from, from the opposing attacking player there and, and, and threw down an elbow, very similar to that of Felice Cafusi, a bunch of, uh, you know, earlier, was it early in the year or, or last year? I can't remember exactly, but, um, yeah, so 69 for him was good, but, you know, 38 from Rogers, completely fine, uh, and then 90 from Nico there with Alvaro as my, you know, possible emergency if I happen to lose anyone. So, Happy with that from the team perspective. Just thought I'd uh, update you on, on where we're at there. Obviously, 567 in overall rank, but I think I've used a couple more players than, than some of the top guys there. So that's, yeah, that's the update on the squad. Let's go into, into our games there. And obviously, our big standout of our first game was Nico Hines again after a massive game last time. And, and he ends up sitting in around 12% ownership. So, you know, an increase of 7% there, which, which makes complete sense. You know, being someone that's going to be a really good option coming into the next few weeks. Uh, over this over this first buy and and is going to make a lot of cash so you know another another close to 100k you'd imagine uh, that he's going to be gaining from that game and you know a try a couple of tries just kicking the goals just everything so uh, very similar to to that of you know what Pap does or or what Cleary's doing you know these types of Dubovic for example all these guys are absolutely dominating so well done to Nico there and also Brandon Smith had a really really strong game you know a couple of line breaks. Uh, two tries and, and a nice try to Nico through the middle there, darting out a dummy half and and a, lo- a nice little face ball through to to Nico up there. So uh, really strong from from Brando and only playing fifty one minutes is, you know shows how 
how dominant he was in his time in the park. And obviously, it's not something he's able to do every week. And you're not playing the Broncos every week, even though they you know they won the week before. But this is kind of the you know the damaging stuff that that he can do. And he looks a lot more comfortable last night. I don't know what you guys thought of him uh, in that role there. And I, I just yeah, I just thought he just thought he did a really really you know really really good job uh, in that one there. And and of course we have Mr. Turpin there who who comes in and. And just plays eighty minutes, you know, a couple of weeks of Danny Levi experiment, and of course that didn't, you know, that ruined us all. And I decided to hold him for a week, and he still got, you know, he got his lowest score of the year, uh, and then he basically plays eighty minutes after that, and then averages close to fifty. Perfect. So that's that there. Uh, Jerome Hughes at fifty-seven. If you picked him up last week and, and had him as a, a red dot, that that sucked. But you know, you get fifty-seven out of him this week, which is a little bit under what he's, you know, priced at, but. These are you know very normal scores and and very good scores for someone that only gets you know one line break and, and the rest is in base stats. So you know a couple of turnover tackles, four tackle breaks, two offloads. If you're getting that with 130 meters gain as your half, you you're always going to score pretty well. So well done to anyone who owns uh, Jerome Hughes there. Ado Carr was 54, so welcome back to him after a, a very you know, average week last week. For anyone that's still holding him, I can't actually believe he's 618k. This just obviously shows how many tries he's been scoring. Uh, Georgie Jennings as well with you know, a nice price tag of 487, picks up a 50 as well. So well done to him. Pangai is the one we should probably talk about. No massive attacking stats in terms of tries or try assists this week, but eight offloads was crazy to go along with his three tackle breaks. So you know, and 100 metres gained is, I suppose, what we're kind of used to seeing out of him. And a 49 is not what we want. Obviously, he's under 700k now, which which puts him pretty close to that score that he's getting tonight, around that 49, 50, 53, like up to like 52. Uh, but yeah, you'd expect and want more. Obviously, against a Storm team, when they're getting beat up pretty hard, for him to have 25 points in those offloads and tackle breaks is is good signs going forward. The question is going to be: Is he going to get a chance to you know be on the Origin bench? There's also you know, the news that uh, Payne Haas has done his MCL or, or some you know some portion of it, whether it's a full tear or what, but it could be somewhere between two two to four weeks there, which means he he will be definitely be missing Origin. So the amount of forwards that are going down in the in the blue side, he might get that spot unfortunately. A few people were talking about Dal Finucane and at 449k, he has to be averaging 45 to 50 for it to be a really worthwhile trade in because he's not going to be a keeper. So that was you know the thing to worry about. The really good thing there was he got 68 minutes, but just the work that he was getting through in that time isn't amazing, and he's not someone that's going to be getting attacking stats. So you know, some, we we talk about Christian Welch in terms of when they absolutely dominate, he has to get those offloads and stuff to to get really good points just because the tackles isn't there. So that's going to be similar with Dale in uh, in this squad here and in that 13 role. So just keep uh, that in mind when you're selecting these types of guys. And you obviously see with, with Chewy as well, it's, it's, you know, a bunch of people picked him up, you know, three or four weeks ago and he had a couple of decent scores, but he hasn't really made much money since then just because he's at that price point where you need him to be averaging 45, 50 uh, to do really well in your squad. So uh, that's that there. Remus Smith with 37, still keeps doing a decent job. He won't be making any more money, but he's uh, you know, a really nice placeholder in your squad up until you know, 13, 14, 15, maybe even all the way to 17 before you might want to move him on, unless he keeps scoring as he is, and then he might just be, end up being a keeper. So you know, 38 as an average, that, that includes him starting really poorly. So just remember that, guys. He's been pretty consistent the last sort of you know, six, to, six or so weeks there. Albert Kelly is the cash-out option. Played solid. Had had three errors at the start, which were you know, a couple of one, one or two handling ones, and then just dropping a pass kind of thing. So, 
yeah, kind of scored pretty well. Other than that, which is which is fine, and, and you really just hope he keeps his spot. So maybe you know, depends what happens when Gamble comes back. Does Milford lose his spot again? He probably does, to be fair, because Kelly's I think pretty pretty solid for his first two games back in the NRL. Um, yeah, Payne Haas goes down injured. Obviously, plays some less minutes. Didn't really get to do too much in terms of attacking stats. So that was uh, that was frustrating for anyone who's picked up Payne, and you're probably going to have to look to get rid of him. And you know, a lot of us guys will probably be looking to pick him up in 18 or 19 if you don't have him. So yeah, it's a bit of an annoying one. But let's find out exactly what the injury is. If it's a, a couple of weeks or not, if it is, then you, you, know, you miss his origin week anyway. And you might be back in 14 or 15. So uh, that's, that's on the lucky side. Otherwise, it could be like a month. So that would be annoying. You miss him for a month. He probably comes back and plays origin. So it's probably five weeks over that next sort of eight, so seven or eight, which is annoying there. Uh, moving to, to Flegs, and, and this is kind of exactly what I thought he'd be doing somewhere in the mid-30s. He just has he just has too many years in a row where he hasn't scored well enough, and and some people are like, oh, yeah, but he's going to get big minutes, which means he'll do well. But yeah, but there's negatives, you know. You've got lots of missed tackles. You've got errors. You've got penalties. All those things come into play when you play extra, extra minutes. And, and if you just look at his stats in the last few years, and that shows that, so... Another lesson to be learned with these types of middle guys that are 400k, 450k, whatever they are, is that they do have to average over 40. And if we're not exactly sure if they're going to do it or not, then then it's probably not the best decision there. Uh, you know, Arthur's was got a got a nice try. Farnworth, I think he played solid, actually, you know, in actual footy terms. But when you're getting smashed as a center to get 25, you're kind of probably pretty happy with. Uh, Palaszczuk with 25, so he made 32 tackles and nine misses. So similar thing there. Obviously, you know. Nine misses for him, five for Flegs. This is the kind of thing that can happen if you're not an established player. It's just, you know, you can get those missed tackles or struggle a little bit. And we'll talk about Olam in a sec. But, yeah, I don't think Palaszczuk is going to be a great option when you've got Jordan Ricky to come back. You've got Alex Glenn coming back very, uh, very, very soon. Um, Albert Kelly would have been a slightly better option at that cheaper price there. So that's that. Um, Olam. So Olam's really only done it this year. And that's kind of been the worry. Um, if, if, you know, if you... Early in the year, I was telling people maybe just to hold off a little bit because he's fairly attacking stat heavy. And I understand that they're a team that's doing really well. But for him, yeah, it's a, it's a question of can he do it regularly? Can he do it for a whole year? We weren't exactly sure because he hasn't been a keeper in the past. And unfortunately for our people squad, we've got burnt now. We've got a 2 and a 22 over the, the two weeks back with no attacking stats. So very painful for anyone who picked him up and I've been spouting about getting Jack Bird and he had another nice another nice score tonight to add to his his resume of really good scores. So that's that there. Um, yeah, just keep that in mind when, you, when you're looking to make trades going forward. Asako with 18, he's definitely ready to be moved on, you know, get him for 13 and, and move on from there. Uh, and that's all for that game, guys. Just rem- just remember, please, uh, I really appreciate the support. If you, if you I think I've, I'm sitting at about half of my uh, viewers are actually not subscribed so if you if you aren't at this stage i'd really appreciate if you could hit that hit that red subscribe button and uh and like this video as well so we can get this out to a bunch more viewers but let's move into the cowboys and the warriors game and yeah we spoke about walshy uh, another another really amazing game to be fair with a try assist and a try try saver in there as well 230 meters six kick defusals three offloads four tackle breaks he's just really electric runs so runs so fast Although he did get run down by uh by the you know the Cowboys forward there um I can't remember his name but we'll get there um got run got run down by him in the end but yeah another great game and 
said I picked him up this week and I feel like I had to. Otherwise, I would have missed out on another good score and also a big price rise. So, yes, has a buy next week. Might be out for a, bit, a few weeks as well, so that'll be interesting to see what happens. But if he continues to play in the one position, he it looks like he's going to be pretty close to it, you know, 50-point keeper, you'd imagine. So and if you can have that at a very cheap price, then then play on for sure. Uh, Wade Egan with another solid game with 64 points with 58 tackles. So good stuff for him. Uh, not too fantasy relevant these days, but yeah. Uh, Toe Harris with 55 and his lowest score of the year. So bloody hell, Toe, what are you doing? Um was scoring really, really well at the start of the year, uh, start of the week. It was sort of like twenty one points through twenty four, making a lot of tackles, and just just didn't have the attacking stats or you know any any tries to still tries this week, which yeah, is fair enough. You know, you can't do it every week, right? All right, uh, Clifford had a pretty solid game as well, as well as uh, Val Holmes, and, and that's a couple of uh, a couple of field goals in in the last four weeks, I believe, to help the Cowboys win. So. Uh, we're, we're proud of the boys. Another another big one. It actually got us the nice uh, same game multi in this one. I picked up. Uh, I had Cowboys with the twelve start. I had Walsh to score and also had Drinkwater to score. So thanks to those guys for for helping helping a brother out this week after a lean one last week. So there you go. Hamiso um, with a nice try there to to help the boys uh, come back and tie the game, which was great. So it's nice to see him back on the park and and running fast again. Uh, Robson had a pretty solid game and a, b- a bunch of nice you know, runs out of dummy half, but again, not fantasy relevant. Drink water, awesome work to get a try there. 200 kick meters, 86 run meters, just another solid game. He's been he's been playing a lot better this year. I'm actually really enjoying watching him play, which is good. Uh, you and Aiken with a couple of tries and 47. You'd probably hope for a little bit more from him, but you know, only nine tackles and two tackle breaks. So again, someone that you know could be a slightly decent option through these middle rounds, but let's uh, let's wait and see on that one. Cody Nikarim was 45. If you own him, you continue to hold. I think he's uh, he's only going to miss the one game over the next period. He's been you know, averaging 53, so uh, and his price isn't isn't too high that a random lower game in the 40s is going to is going to hurt him. So uh, that's that with him. I'm really happy with how he's he's gone. I think he's been a good. He's actually just played good footy. To be fair, uh, Murdoch Masilla is just continuing to show that he's too hard to stop close to the line, but he's not an option at the moment. Uh, Lukey, that's right. So. Uh, 50 minutes for him, which is uh, really interesting. So he comes on and, and plays the rest of the game. So uh, for that, there he he becomes a very intriguing option that could you know that could score pretty decent if he's going to get big minutes at at that cheap price. You know he has a he has a buy next week, and then if if he can keep that spot, I think he could be an interesting little uh, cash cow cash out option heading into sort of round 14 or 15. So keep that in mind uh, for you guys looking at your teams going forward. Uh, Roger there, we've got a, a nice try, it's just 200 metres, no, you know, only three tackle breaks there, so we take the 38 and run after his good score last week, of course I, uh, I played him this week, uh, and he picks up 38 and 59 the week before when I don't play him, but that's that's footy, that's fantasy, as you guys uh, hopefully listen to the uh, to the trader's tale, you would you would know what it's uh, exactly like for sure. Um, I said, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that one. That was a bit of a laugh on my end, just sitting there going, ah, oh, what am I going to put together? And, and decided to do that. And here we go, Jazz Tavanga, 16 in his 53 minutes. So again, guys that haven't been keepers in in general and, and over the long period of time, then then that can happen to those guys. All right, and then we'll slide over to the Tigers and the Dragons game, which we just finished there. And, and for that one, really, Tigers played okay. They played decent, but... Dragons are a little bit of a mess at the moment with their with their players, and, and you can see Ben Hunt had a pretty solid game in terms of his scoring, but also on the footy park he, he was fairly solid as well as Norman there. Yeah, controlled the game enough without 
I guess just putting together putting together points. Um, and then just Jack Bird in defence has just been amazing. I, like I said, he would he wouldn't look out of place in Origin, but I don't think I don't think they'd pick him. You could have him as like a utility as well as an option, but when you've got Latrell and Trebovich, <sighs> sorry, um, Latrell and Trebovich, I think you've got to pick them in the centres at this stage. Hunt should get into the Origin team, especially if Harry Grant's a, a not much of a chance of playing. You'd imagine Reed is the number nine, and and Hunt would be the utility. He's played that uh, many a time. So uh, if anyone who picked him up, I saw a few people in my Discord picked him up. Um, for him. That's probably the main worry is that you're going to miss him for a few weeks there. So, great score. Going to continue to do that every you know every few weeks, and then pick up a forty odd and average somewhere in the mid sixty uh, mid fifties like he is, which is good. Uh, Norman not too fantasy relevant at the moment. I don't think. I don't think it's worth bringing him in at all at that weird price. He's not a keeper. Lucy Leilua, good to see him back with a really good score. So, got to try a saver and a couple of turnover tackles, which is great. Uh, One hundred sixty meters, thirty three. Uh, tackles had a few plays there where he pretty much broke the line uh, could have got a bunch of tackle breaks and also line breaks but ended up with a couple of offloads and a line break assist so uh, you can't can't complain with that really happy with his 65 and and same with with Dane Laurie there so a couple of try savers got a try try assist just a bit of everything for Dane this week which was great bumps his average back up and and is uh, if you're playing him I think I know a lot of people actually would have traded him out the last few weeks so if you're playing him now you've really caught up on some of those guys that have moved him on, unless they moved him on for a Trebojevic or something like that, which is also fair enough. But yeah, Dane's going to be great for us in round 13. You'd, you'd hope, especially if, you know, uh, who are they playing? We'll, we'll find out. But whoever they're playing, if they're just decimated by injury, you'd expect a lot of these Tigers guys to do pretty well as they won't really be missing any guys uh, to origin. Uh, Jackson Ford, a few people were asking me about him this week. I just don't think that this is going to last uh, especially they got they got Jack DeBellin who's a chance to come back eventually. I don't know if it'll be this year or next year. Maguire's um, going to come back in, in you know, what, three, four weeks. So Ford will be moved out of that position. He might not even be playing. So keep that in mind. Adam Dewey, five goals, two tries, 10 tackles, three tackle breaks, 100 metres gain. So could have been a lot better. They just kind of did a bit of everything with only six uh, in the negatives, which is, which is completely good there. So that's that with him. I'm just actually looking at... Um, at McCulloch, I don't think they credited him the forty twenty. Is that right? Let's add it up, actually. What have we got? 8, 9, 12, 59, neg 4, 55. Yeah, they haven't credited him with the, the forty twenty, which should be, right? Forced dropout. Where do they credit it? Forty twenty. Anyway, work that out. But yeah, they you'd hope they credit that overnight. Um, yeah, that's that. Garner, 55, yeah, we'll talk about him anyway. McCulloch, 55, we're happy enough with that score, right? He's just going to be pretty solid if he's playing 80 minutes and you expect him to at least play that through the next period until Maguire comes back. That's probably the only worry is when, if Maguire comes back, will he uh, will he take a few of those minutes again? Will he spell McCulloch? That's that's going to be the question. Uh, Garner Sims, Nofaluma. Nofaluma is scoring a lot better these days, which is good. Got his average back up to 42, but again, he's a little bit of a worry Going forward, is he going to be able to be a keeper? When we have so many really good wing fullbacks, is it worth bringing in someone like this? Or is it, you know, a lot of us have got Nico, uh, Walsh, and then you're sitting with guys like Trebojevic, Pat, blah, blah, blah. You've got five, six guys that could do a good job for you. Um, so is it worth bringing those guys in? Alex, 12, 48 minutes to get 51. So you take the 51, but, geez, just give him some more minutes, man. It's incredible if he gets close to 60 minutes. So you, you'll take that there. If you've held on to Little this whole time, he's got another 50 for you, which is good. Uh, Gerard Beal, how good's that? 
47 in his 80 minutes, so welcome back to him. He shouldn't be in the team for too long, but you know, 16 tackles, 5 busts, 160 metres, well done. Uh, Burnsy was absolutely flying. I think he was about 44 at half time and, and then ends up staying on 44. So a few people were asking me, should they pick him up? And again, in this position here with, with Burns, Ford, they've got a bunch of guys out. So when, 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 the, when, they ret- when the cattle returns, these guys will be reverting to the bench or you know, to the centres or, or wherever or like completely out of the team. So keep that in mind. Um, I don't know if a few people mentioned Safast back in the day and he ended up with the try tonight, which was a good good little catch there. And, and he's made over 100K and he's going to keep going up. So I suppose he hasn't been the worst cash cow at all, for sure. Um, Birdie there with 43 in his 80 minutes. I said his tackling was amazing. Just, you know, one-on-one tackles that were stopping Dewey. Like, he, you know, so many times if he was up against a, a worse centre in defence, then Dewey would have had so many more tackle breaks. But, yeah, Bird's defence there was strong. Uh, only had to run, only got to run 80 metres and he got two tackle breaks. He might have been credited one less than he should have. I think he got two in one run unless there was another one later on. I'm not sure. Um, but good to see Roberts in there getting a couple of tries and then actually looking okay on the wing. I think you'd probably keep him there. I think he's you know fast enough and strong enough that, that he's probably a smart one to leave on the wing there. All right. Brooksy. Brooksy with 41 is okay. Six missed tackles, hurts him, no attacking stats. So you probably want him in this type of game to be getting a bunch of attacking stats, and he did not. Uh, so keep holding him. Probably a trade out after 13. He still, he still is averaging 52, though, so keep that in mind. People are like, oh, he's been shit, but he hasn't. He's been pretty good. Um, Offar was 41, Laurie 40, Alvaro 39. So it'll be interesting to see if he gets some updates overnight, and if he does, then it might be worth taking his 40 or 42 or something like that, if that's where he ends up. Uh, Tommy Talao is our cash out option, is, is, is done okay. A try assist and a try, so a good, couple of good touches there. Probably a bit too expensive to touch now. Moses Mbai with 30, 38 and you know getting a bunch of tackles through the middle as well, which was good for him. Uh, but overall, another solid score and will make a little bit more cash for you if you decide to pick him up a few weeks ago. So well done with him if you did so. Uh, Ramsey, a person people are talking about, I just don't feel like it was ever a really good option. Never really been a good fantasy option. Yes, he scores a little bit better at, at fullback because he gets to run the ball a bit more. But... I don't know, he's just an okay player, to be fair. Um, in a dragon scene, it's not going that great. Yeah. Um, Sean Bloor, 17 in his 28 minutes. So you don't really... Has anyone actually noticed him on the park? I I haven't. He's just there getting some minutes <laughs> playing. So he's not... I don't think he's the superstar that people are talking about at this stage. <laughs> we obviously have so many amazing rookies at the moment. So it's hard to notice these guys that come on and just play a small role off the bench when you're noticing they've got you know, the, the rookie for the Bronco... Uh, the Broncos... For the, for the Cowboys, um, for example, that's actually coming on and making a real impact. I don't think Sean's made an impact yet. So, um, And Amone there, the young fella, picked up a nice try for him, so well done to him. Um, then you've got, yeah, you've got both Amone guys, um, one for Tigers, one for the Dragons there. But, yeah, really, guys, that's the, um, that's the, the three games for our Thursday and Friday night. Sorry about the, uh, the non-upload today. Uh, was really was really busy with with work and etc. But um, there you go, guys. That's the, that's the three. Hope you're enjoying these. Please like and subscribe if you are, and we will catch you in the next one where we'll go through all those Saturday games. So good luck with your team, and we'll catch you then. Bye, guys. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 